Welcome to Dollars and Cents with a couple of gents Making money moves with the finest of gents Come and pull up a seat cause we're proud to present How to make some good decisions when you're on the fence Rob and Steve gonna tell you how to do it the best Hello and welcome to another episode of Dollars and Cents with a couple of gents I am Stephen Ellis And I am Robert Wolfson And today Rob we have our best guest yet Well our most important we'll say Important for us Best is to be determined. Right. We'll let the listeners decide. Yeah, exactly. Give us your feedback and see if you think our latest guest is the best. Is it an honorary gent, Steve? It sure isn't, Rob. Why do you say, Steve? Because it's not a gent, Rob. Oh, I'm intrigued. Tell me why. Well, why don't we get her Oh, to introduce herself? (laughs) Spoiler alert. I'd like to welcome Mindy to the podcast. Hello. (laughs) She's very talkative. We have her on because she's so talkative. <laughs> she's just going to carry this conversation. So for those who don't know Mindy, she's the glue that holds Steve and I together. Okay. Would you agree, Mindy? I think so. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Rob, you need to be more specific. It's like she's the glue that holds yes. us together. Yes. It, that, that doesn't mean yeah. anything to most people out there. That's true. So Mindy's our senior associate on... The Ellis Financial Group, and she does all of the work and behind the scenes to make sure everything gets done properly that you and I don't know how to do. There you go. Basically. Yeah, that pretty much Would that sum it up, Mindy? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's a, a good description. She keeps us in line. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. That yeah. too, right? Yeah. So when we say most important, you can probably see why. Uh, Mindy does a lot of forward-facing work with clients uh, that really supports us, our clients, our business, and keeps the, keeps the train moving forward. But enough about Mindy. Let's not let her head get too big. <laughs> That's right. Right? She's going to walk out of here not even going to be able to squeeze through the door. <laughs> that may be right. Yeah. But we tell her that all the time. So. It's true. Now yeah. everyone else knows. But, the world knows. we got to be careful, though, because now after this podcast, you're going to be so famous that, you know, it's just you got to keep you got to keep yeah. your head about you. I know. I know. You can't let it get to you. Hey, Rob? That's right. Just like us, Mindy, like we have signed autographs all the time. Now, just have your pen ready. People are mobbing us on the streets. It's crazy. Hey, you're the gents. Can I get your autograph? Get used to it. Just get used to it. So, Rob, I am so excited about this episode. Yes, and the reason why we have Mindy on the episode as well is because it's our holiday episode. Right. And uh, what comes with the holiday episode? Talkative Mindy? (laughs) Jump in any time here. People want to hear from you. People want to hear from you. It's family time and it's our work family. Oh, okay. I was thinking like, you know, she's here because she really wants to listen to the 12 days of investing. Oh, is that right, Mindy? Yeah, that's exactly why I'm here. Back by popular demand, the 12 days of investing 2022 edition. Or work family tier, Q tier. I wasn't thinking obviously about the same thing, but Rob's obviously a bit more sentimental than me. So It's like the once a year appearance on the podcast. Exactly. Yeah, the Christmas episode. But happy to have you. And yes, work family. Hello, work family. We're all here today to listen to and release the latest version of the 12 Days of Investing. But before we get to that, yeah. let's talk a little bit about Christmas. Right. Memories of Christmas growing up. We talked about Christmas songs last year. Yeah. Zat you, Santa Claus? That's right. Zat you. And it actually is with a Z. It is. Yes. It's a great song. <laughs> We've been over this. <laughs> I don't know if it's a great song, but it's an interesting it's a song. Song. <laughs> it's a song. It's a song. It's a song, yeah. Uh, you know what I thought we'd talk about was a couple things. So Christmas time, you mentioned time for family. 
maybe everyone share a memory or two of of the holidays growing up. Mindy, you start. Okay. Yeah, we always did Christmas on Christmas Eve in our house. So it was at night, we'd have dinner and then we'd open all our presents. Um, Usually we'd have to wait till like 10 o'clock or something like that. Some Santa would come to the house with some random gifts. You know, it's always Santa with the sunglasses, drinking a beer. Um, The neighbor. Yeah, yeah, the neighbor, the uncle, whatever. yeah, those were some good days. Yeah. Was that because your parents maybe wanted to sleep in in the morning? Well, it's like, it's a French-Canadian tradition, oh, right? Oh, okay. It's called Réveillon. Um, so some people celebrate it on Christmas Eve. Cool. Yeah. I did not know that. Rob, did you I know I did that? not know that. There yeah. we go. Learning. Mm-hmm. We're learning. So growing up, Steve, one of the memories I have of our Christmas growing up as a kid was we always go to my grandparents house on Christmas Eve that was always tradition we would spend one we would spend Christmas at one grandparents house then we would have Christmas morning in my own house and then we would go to the other grandparents house uh, on Christmas day so you got to see the whole family my mom on my mom's side we had quite a large family so lots of aunts, aunts and uncles nieces and nephews but it was quite the opposite on my dad's side a bit smaller so we would typically do the large family on Christmas Eve that way you have more time and obviously unwrap the Christmas gifts on Christmas morning uh, as a small family. And I remember you would have to go around the room one at a time. It wasn't a big rush and scramble. Everyone had to take their time, open up the gifts, you know, make sure everyone, you know, recognized the gifts that were being gifted and given. And then uh, then the smaller family with my grandparents on my father's side on Christmas Day. So that was a lot of fun. But one thing I wanted to say more newer as a memory and a tradition in my house today is on Christmas Eve, we always read Twas the Night Before Christmas. So even, so after you do all the festivities, the last thing we do before bed is uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas. And, and it's a great tradition that we hold to this day still. Cool. Very cool. For me, I think I have two that stand out, actually. My grandma, my uh, paternal grandmother, was a very jolly lady and had the most infectious laugh that you can imagine. And we were sort of big on board games and she's very British and there was a lot of things that were often lost in translation. The police being bobbies and, you know, things like that. So you could always tell if you were playing a game where you were trying to guess someone's answer, you always knew what hers was. And it just, it added this element of laughter and she would know right away because we'd all look at her like, yeah, that's yours. And she would just start laughing. And before you knew it, the room was laughing. And it just carried on like that through the night. So, you know, as a kid, I just, I remember that laugh. I remember that feeling of just sort of unbridled joy. It's one thing I try and bring to my own household around, certainly around the holidays, is just a light sort of unbridled joy. And the other memory, and sorry, I'm, I'm taking up a bit more airtime here, but um, I do remember waking up early in the morning. I had an older brother who... We had to wake him up. You know, does everyone have those? You have those siblings that some of them are up and the other ones are just, they just want to sleep. And you're like, go get your brother up, you know, or make a lot of noise so they get up. But I was always up early, still am to this day. Um, you know, kids know to come and wake me up. And I, I don't know, maybe it was 4 o'clock in the morning, 4.30, but it was early. And I remember I snuck downstairs to sort of see what the yep. the status of the Christmas tree was. And in the corner was a clearly a goalie stick. Like, we played a lot of street hockey growing up. There was a, a goalie stick, and it wasn't hidden. It was wrapped, and so you could see it was a goalie stick. And I just remember sprinting up the stairs and going into my parents' room and waking my dad up and going, Dad, 
Santa brought me a goalie stick. <laughs> you know, and my dad was like, wow, that's so great. And, you know, as an adult, you look back on it. It was just that my dad went along with it and yeah. shared my excitement about it with yeah. me in that moment. At 4.30 um, in the morning. At 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> You know, and again, yeah, I put yeah, myself yeah. in those shoes and, you know, your first instinct is probably like, what are you doing waking me up at 4.30? He probably had only been in bed for three hours. hours at yeah. that point because he was probably up wrapping gifts yeah. until one thirty-two in the morning. So, you know, those are things I think when as adults now with families, you, you kind of look back on, you go, I want that experience for my family. I want to be that that guy who uh, if my kid decides to wake me up at 4.30 because they're excited about something that. Um, I share their excitement with them. So mm. it's really what the holidays are all about. Uh, what about a current uh, tradition that you have, Mindy? I mean, we keep it pretty simple. We like to just stay home, just myself and Warren, my partner, and our dog. And we just kind of do our own thing. We get up Christmas morning. You know, we have our, like, coffee and Baileys and open presents. Yeah, make a big breakfast, that sort of thing. And it's quiet and we like it like that do you get the dog a present or two oh yeah yeah the dog loves christmas like he's stalking <laughs> like whenever there's presents on the tree now he's sniffing them all out checking out which ones are his you know yeah <laughs> does he come and wake you up at 4 30 <laughs> <laughs> nah he's not really like yeah. that he's pretty good about sleeping in as long as we are so here's another tradition that our work family has it's the 12 days of investing by robert wolfson Let's uh, let's give it a listen. Are you sure? Are we? Do we want to talk about other carols first? We're going to jump right into it. We're going to jump right into it, Rob. Right. We can compare it to carols. I'm trying to delay the inevitable, but I'm getting my singing voice ready here. Okay, here we go. So, without further ado, by request, because last year went so well, we have the 12 Days of Investing 2022 edition. So, to prepare the listeners before I break into song, of course, it's been a bit of a challenging year. So, definitely, we'll have a few probably things that you think about when you think about 2022 in this year's edition. Yeah, there may be some tears. There may yeah. be some tears. Maybe. Maybe a lot of bad news. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not a happy Christmas carol. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. let's get to it. On my first day of investing, my advisor gave to me a year in Santa Claus rally. All aboard! On my second day of investing, my advisor gave to me two portfolio managers and a year in Santa Claus rally. Bye bye bye! On my third day of investing, my advisor gave to me three barrels of oil, two portfolio managers, and a year in Santa Claus rally. All aboard! On my fourth day of investing, my advisor gave to me 4% of rate hikes, 3 barrels of oil, 2 portfolio managers, and a year in Santa Claus rally. Bye, bye, bye! On my fifth day of investing, my advisor gave to me 5 closing bells, 4% of rate hikes, 3 barrels of oil, 2 portfolio managers, and a year in Santa Claus Rally. All aboard! On my sixth day of investing, my advisor gave to me six recession warnings, five closing bells, four percent of rate heights, three barrels of oil, two portfolio managers, and a year in Santa Claus Rally. Bye bye bye! 
On my seventh day of investing, my advisor gave to me 7% inflation, 6 recession warnings, 5 closing bells, 4% of rate hikes, 3 barrels of oil, 2 portfolio managers, and a year-end Santa Claus rally. All aboard! On my eighth day of investing, my advisor gave to me 8 earnings downgrades, 7% inflation, 6 recession warnings, 5 closing bells. 4% of rate heights, 3 barrels of oil, 2 portfolio managers, and a year in Santa Claus rally. On my ninth day of investing, my advisor gave to me 9 months of bear market, 3 earnings downgrades, 7% inflation, 6 recession warnings, 5 closing bells. 4% of rate heights, 3 barrels of oil, 2 portfolio managers, and a year in Santa Claus rally. Bye, bye, bye. On my 10th day of investing, my advisor gave to me a 10% negative return, also 9 months of bear markets, 8 earnings downgrades, 7% inflation, 6 recession warnings, 5 closing bells. 4% of rate hikes, 3 barrels of oil, 2 portfolio managers, and a year in Santa Claus rally. Bye, bye, bye. On my 11th day of investing, my advisor gave to me 11 tweets from Elon, 10% negative rate of return, 9 months of bear markets, 8 earnings downgrade, 7% inflation, 6 recession warnings, 5 closing bells. 4% of rate heights, 3 barrels of oil, 2 portfolio managers, and a year in Santa Claus rally. All aboard! On my 12th day of investing, my advisor gave to me 12 monthly statements, 11 tweets from Elon, a 10% negative return, 9 months of bear markets, 8 earnings downgrade, 7% inflation, 6 recession warnings, 5 closing bells. 4% of rate heights, 3 barrels of oil, 2 portfolio managers, and a year in Santa Claus Rally. Wow. That was depressing. <laughs> I warned you. <laughs> no, it was great. It was depressing in kind of a festive way, though. Yeah. It's like, it's like delivering bad news in a, in a way that just sort of softens the blow. Yeah. It's like... With a smile on your face. <laughs> yeah. Bad news with a smile on your face. And then the Santa rally just kind of puts a bow on it. Right. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. If you end with that, right? It's like, uh-huh. okay, well, let's let's go into Christmas with that thought happening. And that round of applause from our live studio audience at the end as well. <laughs> that's right. I don't know if this year's edition is going to make many people's holiday playlists on Spotify, because I think a lot of people are saying 2022 is a year to forget. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It feels like we've had a few years like that, though. 2020. 20, 21. 20, 21. 21. 22. 22. Yeah, but there have been some bright spots in of course, all three. Of and course. And this year, in the Santa, the Santa Claus rally. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. All aboard. Bye-bye-bye. I think I almost sounded like that was me. It was close. Sound. It was pretty close, wasn't it? <laughs> so speaking of all aboard, it's time to watch the Polar Express with your kids. Yeah, I feel like they've seen it. I don't think I've seen I've seen bits and pieces of it. Have you seen it, Mindy? No. No, I haven't. Excellent movie. What is your Tom favorite Hanks. Christmas movie, if you have one? 
Um, I would say that we have two. Okay. Actually, another Christmas tradition is we always watch A Very Murray Christmas on Christmas Eve. Okay. Who's it, in that? It's Bill Murray, and yeah. it's basically kind of like a musical. There's a lot of singing, oh, cool. Christmas music, and it's it's really good. If you haven't seen okay. it on Netflix, definitely watch it. Okay, it's on the list. That's one of our favorites. And Home Alone is a classic. Oh, yeah. Got to watch we that. We watch that every year. Yeah, we've been watching that even in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So. Uh, we always watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, of course. It's a good mm-hmm. one. Another Best one, one ever. Yeah. And uh, actually, my wife and I, and I think we talked about this last year at Christmas, Steve, but my wife and I, every year, we watch the two classics. We watch Holiday Inn and White Christmas, which are Bing Crosby, and those are amazing movies. So we watch those every year. Santa Claus, we make sure we watch that. Elf. Yeah, we actually have Mm -hmm. kind of the staples that we make sure we watch every year. Yeah, Elf is a good one. Is The Sound of Music considered a Christmas movie? I don't think so. I think it's a musical, but not Christmas. Okay. I don't have one then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i i can't think of one i mean home alone yeah i guess uh die hard but that's not a christmas movie either i'm not going to try and make that argument there is a debate well doesn't bruce debate, willis yeah. himself even say it's not a christmas movie it's it's an action movie that just happens to take place over christmas time exactly it's not a christmas movie though. yeah i've got i've got to find one i feel like that's something everyone should have as a favorite christmas movie and if the sound of music isn't a Christmas movie, then I gotta, I gotta work on uh, figuring it out. But does it matter if you watch it every year at Christmas? I think we do. Then it was like, it and like we used to watch bed knobs and broomsticks at Christmas time all yeah. the time too. So, I mean, it could be like your Christmas yeah. movie tradition. I think it was just sort of because you had time off school, so you'd watch. I I would say we we would always watch like the Star Wars movies mm-hmm. over Christmas. You know, that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. Those are my Christmas movies, I guess. Okay, also keeping with our tradition, our work family tradition, favorite uh, Christmas song. Rob, wasn't yours White Christmas? You said last year. I think you said it was White Christmas. Can't remember what I said last year, to okay. be honest. But uh, I actually love Christmas songs. I just It's funny because my family bugs me a little bit because I have a strict December 1st rule. I love Christmas carols, holiday songs, but just not until December. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But I actually have a bunch of lists I've created on Spotify, old and new, so classics plus new versions. And, of course, there's so many different versions of songs of different artists. So I actually have a lot of songs I like that are Christmas carols. A couple ones I'm listening to lately that are a bit more upbeat. Kelly Clarkson, Underneath the Tree, is a great song. Okay. And there's another great one from Leona Lewis called One More Sleep. It's just very catchy. But one of my favorites all time is Bruce Springsteen, which is a classic, a live version of Merry Christmas Baby. So that's an awesome song, too. Nice one. Mindy, what about you? kind of favorites right now I'm listening to? Um, I mean, I was... I'm going to say White Christmas is one of my favorites. The one from Home Alone when he sings in the mirror. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's a great version. Um, but yeah, I'm the same as Rob. I love Christmas music. After December 1st, we just we play it like whenever we're listening to music or cooking or whatever, stuff like that. So there's lots of good ones. And one recommendation I would make for our listeners if they haven't done so already, but there's an acapella group that's very popular called the Pentatonics, and they have an amazing Christmas album. So they have tons of good songs. So I would definitely recommend uh, the Pentatonics Christmas songs. They're amazing. Yeah, for, in terms of Christmas albums, I'd say Boys to Men. I'm a huge Boys to Men fan. You know, being a bit of a 80s, 90s kid, Boys to Men Christmas albums, great. To go a little off script, 
So my family is British, and you can imagine in a British household, one of the things, Christmas, we always have the typical sort of British Christmas finger foods. And one of those things is sausage rolls. My mom makes amazing sausage rolls. So again, when I think back to my childhood, it's those types of things. And there's a, a song out there right now, and there's an accompanying video. I'm going a little off script here because it's, I find it hilarious. I don't know if it translates to people that didn't have sort of the same upbringing or don't have a British background, but it's called Sausage Rolls for Everyone. And it's done by a couple of British uh, TV personalities. I'd say they, they're sort of like talk show hosts. And they have Ed Sheeran and Elton John with them. And they're raising money for charity, so they kind of mention that through the song. But if you grew up in a British household and, and you had those sausage rolls on Christmas, it'll sure make you laugh. So my current favorite Christmas song, which when I'm decorating my tree this evening, I will probably play at least 10 times, is Sausage Rolls for Everyone. <laughs> well, Steve, I, that sounds pretty awful. I'm glad I'm not coming to your house for Christmas. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it sounds pretty bad. Don't think I'll be adding that to my playlist this year. No Christmas movies and sausage rolls for Christmas. Well, yeah, so sausage yeah. rolls sausage rolls for everyone except you two, apparently. Because yeah. you're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> so there's proof that we truly are a family, even though it's just a work family because you guys are giving we're, me a hard time. And we're uninvited. Because that's what you do with your family. I'm yeah. sure that yeah. happens in every family. Yeah, there's exactly. one part of the family that's uninvited. You're not coming. Yeah, you're not coming over. So before we go, just want to give everyone a heads up. We've got our year in review coming up, uh, the alphabetical year in review, which, again, is uh, another really popular one. Yep. I'll have to start thinking about uh, everything from A to Z. That and try and find some positive things. Yeah. Maybe make it, maybe, you know, maybe only 75, 80% negative. Well, the cool thing about the alphabetical year in review is not just always market-related. It's kind of newsworthy True. events that happen. So We should still make S the Santa Claus rally, though. I think so. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, well, we'll see, see how the next week and a half goes on the market. Then we'll yeah. figure that out. True, true. So, Rob, before we are, or as we go, why don't you lead us out with a little Christmas tune? So this is a classic. I'm sure everyone knows it. But for our lives, holly jolly Christmas. And I think it's a good fitting because... Okay, from- stop talking. We're trying to listen to the music. All right. So as we play it out, just want to thank Mindy for joining us today. want to wish everyone out there a happy holidays. And of course, a holly jolly Christmas. And as always, I'm Stephen Ellis. And I'm Robert Wolfson. And we are a couple of gents. And we'll talk to you again soon.